Welcome to the Spoken Word, Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, rejoicing as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and his circuit unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright. I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Chapter 17 Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle, and they were gathered together at Soko, which belongs to Judah, and encamped between Soko and Azekah and Ephes Damim. Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and encamped in the valley of Allah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. The Philistines stood on the mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. There went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a helmet of brass on his head, and he was clad with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was five thousand shekels of brass. He had brass shin armor on his legs, and a javelin of brass between his shoulders. The staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his spear's head weighed six hundred shekels of iron. His shield-bearer went before him, he stood and cried to the armies of Israel, and said to them, Why have you come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine, and you servants to Saul? Choose a man for yourselves, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you will be our servants and serve us. The Philistine said, 
I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now David was the son of that Ephrite of Bethlehem Judah, whose name was Jesse, and he had eight sons. And the man was an old man in the days of Saul, stricken among men. The three eldest sons of Jesse had gone after Saul to the battle, and the names of his three sons who went to the battle were Eliab the firstborn, and next to him Abinadab, and the third Shammah. David was the youngest, and the three eldest followed Saul. David was the youngest, and the three eldest followed Saul. Now David went back and forth from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. The Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself forty days. Jesse said to David his son, Now take for your brothers an ephah of this parched grain and these ten loaves, and carry them quickly to the camp to your brothers, and bring these ten cheeses to the captain of their thousand, and see how your brothers are doing, and bring back news. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Allah fighting with the Philistines. David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the place of the wagons as the army which was going out to the fight shouted for the battle. Israel and the Philistines put the battle in array army against army. David left his baggage in the hand of the keeper of the baggage, and ran to the army, and came and greeted his brothers. As he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the ranks of the Philistines, and spoke according to the same words. And David heard them, all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were terrified. The men of Israel said, Have you seen this man who has come up? He has surely come up to defy Israel. It shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches, and will give him his daughter, and make his father's house free in Israel. David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? The people answered him in this way, saying, So shall it be done to the man who kills him. Eliab his eldest brother heard when he spoke to the men, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David, and he said, Why have you come down? With whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the naughtiness of your heart, for you have come down that you might see the battle. 
David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? He turned away from him toward another, and spoke like that again, and the people answered him again the same way. When the words were heard which David spoke, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. David said to Saul, Your servant was keeping his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after him and struck him and rescued it out of his mouth. When he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant struck both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, since he has defied the armies of the living God. David said, Yahweh who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and Yahweh shall be with you. Saul dressed David with his clothing. He put a helmet of brass on his head, and he clad him with a coat of mail. David strapped his sword on his clothing, and he tried to move, for he had not tested it. David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not tested them. David took them off. He took his staff in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag which he had, even in his wallet. His sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. The Philistine came on and drew near to David and the man who bore the shield went before him. When the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and withal of a fair face. The Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? The Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the sky and to the animals of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of Yahweh of armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today Yahweh will deliver you into my hand. I will strike you and take your head from off you. I will give the dead bodies of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of the sky and to the wild animals of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly may know that Yahweh does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is Yahweh's, and he will give you into our hand. When the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine.
David put his hand in his bag, took a stone and slung it, and struck the Philistine in his forehead. And the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine, and took his sword, and drew it out of its sheath, and killed him, and cut off his head therewith. The men of Israel and of Judah arose, and shouted, and pursued the Philistines, until you come to Gai, and to the gates of Ekron. The wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way to Shiraim, even to Gath and to Ekron. The children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistines, and they plundered their camp. David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem, but he put his armor in his tent. When Saul saw David go out against the Philistine, he said to Abner, the captain of the army, Abner, whose son is this youth? Abner said, As your soul lives, O king, I cannot tell. The king said, Inquire whose son the young man is. As David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. Saul said to him, Whose son are you, young man? David answered, I am the son of your servant, Jesse the Bethlehemite. Chapter 18 When he had made an end of speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Saul took him that day, and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant, because he loved him as his own soul. Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was on him, and gave it to David, and his clothing even to his sword, and to his bow, and to his sash. David went out wherever Saul sent him, and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and it was good in the sight of all the people, and also in the sight of Saul's servants. As they came, when David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing, to meet King Saul, with tambourines, with joy, and with instruments of music. The women sang to one another as they played and said, Saul has slain his thousands, David his ten thousands. Saul was very angry, and this saying displeased him, and he said, They have ascribed to David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed but thousands. What can he have more but the kingdom? 
Saul eyed David from that day and forward. On the next day, an evil spirit from God came mightily on Saul, and he prophesied in the middle of the house. David played with his hand as he did day by day. Saul had his spear in his hand, and Saul threw the spear, for he said, I will pin David even to the wall. David escaped from his presence twice. Saul was afraid of David because Yahweh was with him and was departed from Saul. Therefore Saul removed him from him and made him his captain over a thousand, and he went out and came in before the people. David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and Yahweh was with him. When Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he stood in awe of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David, for he went out and came in before them. Saul said to David, Behold, my elder daughter Merib, I will give her to you as wife. Only be valiant for me and fight Yahweh's battles. For Saul said, Do not let my hand be on him, but let the hand of the Philistines be on him. David said to Saul, Who am I and what is my life or my father's family in Israel that I should be son-in-law to the king? But at the time when Merib, Saul's daughter, should have been given to David, she was given to Adrael, the Mahalathite, as wife. Mihal, Saul's daughter, loved David, and they told Saul, and the thing pleased him. Saul said, I will give her to him, that she may be a snare to him, and that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. Therefore Saul said to David, You shall this day be my son-in-law a second time. Saul commanded his servants, Talk with David secretly and say, Behold, the king has delight in you, and all his servants love you. Now therefore be the king's son-in-law. Saul's servants spoke those words in the ears of David. David said, does it seem to you a light thing to be the king's son-in-law, since I am a poor man and lightly esteemed? The servants of Saul told him, saying, David spoke like this. Saul said, You shall tell David, The king desires no dowry except one hundred foreskins of the Philistines to be avenged of the king's enemies. Now Saul thought to make David fall by the hand of the Philistines. When his servants told David these words, it pleased David well to be the king's son-in-law. The days were not expired, and David arose and went, he and his men, and killed of the Philistines two hundred men. And David brought their foreskins, and they gave them in full number to the king, that he might be the king's son-in-law. 
Saul gave him Mehal his daughter as wife. Saul saw and knew that Yahweh was with David, and Mehal, Saul's daughter, loved him. Saul was yet the more afraid of David, and Saul was David's enemy continually. Then the princes of the Philistines went out, and as often as they went out, David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul, so that his name was highly esteemed. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Spoken Word. God bless you. Jesus loves you. Have a wonderful day.